1: I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Eerie Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. Here we go. Um, I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Eerie and I'm here tonight with Johnetta Rhodes, and surprise, my voice is back. So <laughs> you, you guys know I posted in the group tonight because Jonathan and I had an episode that we were going to do and then I lost my voice, which was kind of like as a result of allergies. It wasn't entirely gone, but it was easier to explain it that You're way. still than... a
0: little scratchy. Exactly. So yeah. it's probably best to not have like a full story. Exactly. That you yeah. have to read out to me. So yeah. we decided that questions would be more
1: more appropriate more and and, and fun yeah Yeah. easier I guess that's a better word yeah appropriate (laughs) yeah no we decided we're gonna do just questions and you guys sent some great questions into the group so I'm gonna let Johnetta take it from here and I'm gonna answer whatever she asks me and then she's gonna answer so she's kind of doing most of the work
0: okay um let's start with this really long thread okay because this one's got a lot of questions oh I'm excited um What is one rule you generally stick to in life?
1: (laughs) Um, Man, that's deep. (laughs) That's, like, deep. That's, uh, okay. Um, Do you know yours? Uh, I
0: think what I would say, Mm -hmm. I think what I would say, like, I know what I would say, is that um, as I've grown older, the one rule that I find that I do stick the most to, and this might go back to that whole empathy thing that we were Ooh, talking about yeah. um, today was that, um, well, what I stick to and what I strive to stick to is that you are only responsible for yourself mm-hmm. in life, really. I mean, there are things that you can do, obviously, that can help the community right, as a whole, right. but we're not getting into that. Yeah. Personal personal things aside or community things aside, mm-hmm. I think it is always smart to always serve yourself first.
1: Yeah, I would say that's solid advice. That's a good good one to live by. One that I don't live by. Ain't
0: nobody going to have yeah. your back but you, girl. Yeah, Ain't nobody exactly. going to have your...
1: I mean, like, people will. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the
0: day, like, you are the hero of your own story. Mm-hmm. You are the person that has to go through that journey yourself. Right? Yeah. You have to be that person you for yourself. you got bring that
1: main character energy. To your own life, your own life. you know? Yeah, and exactly. and no,
0: like, it, it's like a boundaries thing. It's a whatever, mm-hmm. but always always, always, always.
1: Oh, absolutely. Basically turn up for yourself. Yeah. I think that's pretty solid advice. Um, gosh, one rule. What was the question? It was one rule that I live by generally stick
0: to in life. Generally stick to. That's the one that I generally stick to. All the others I'm like, "Eh, they come and go.
1: Okay. Um, I think there's one rule. This is something that's really important to me and that is just two words. Finish it. Yep. Like, I'm big on, I got to complete something. Yep. Like, I, and that started for me when I wrote my first novel, and I, it was really important to me to complete that. It was really important because, for a few reasons, but mainly to show myself that I could do it, and because I had not written anything long form successfully, as in finished it ever before right, point. right. I've been writing
0: for a long time right and i just couldn't girl no i get that the yeah. first time i ever finish something it's huge mm-hmm. and that goes back to turning up for yourself mm-hmm. that is really truly like if you start something for yourself finish it for yourself mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah um what okay that was a good question that was anyways really good question. um was deep okay so another one from same person katie okay. roberts McBurnett burnett mm-hmm. i was like Reading two names at the same time because yeah. that's how smart I am. No girl, I get it. Um, do you ever become energetically overwhelmed when on the air? <laughs> yes. <that laughs> I'll is let a, you go yes, first.
1: <laughs> that's absolutely... Okay, so after I get done with po- a podcast or two, usually what I do is record two in a sitting. But um, even if I just do one, after unless it's like this, like this is super low pressure. This is like I'm with you, you know, <laughs> you, you never make me feel that way. And it's not that other people... Do anything wrong to make me feel that way, but I feel a lot of pressure, and so when it's over, I have a big energy drop. Right, like it's like it's kind of like my adrenaline goes up, and then after it's over, I'm like. I I think
0: also a lot of that might come to with the fact that. I literally sat on your couch and held your hand through the first one. Yeah, you did. And you sure I did. was the one going, do it, yeah. do it, do it. Yeah. Like, so you know yeah. that no matter what, even if You're it's like team. not successful in the way that we want it to be, right. I'm not going to be like, well, that was a fucking disappointment. Yeah, or exactly. That was, like, You're not going to put a sign on no my bedroom there. loser's room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here you are, loser. There was, like, uh, that yeah. was in
1: a movie about gymnastics when I was a kid. Oh, there God. was a mom who did that because her daughter won silver. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, that was not uncommon. They There, there they are still
0: parents like that. Oh, yeah. Tons of them. There are. Yeah. There are. Anyway. um, What about you? Do you get... Um, uh, I don't know. Okay, because I'm not on air as much as you are, but mm-hmm. I am, you know, I do lead a lot of things. Like, I back whenever things were open, yeah. I did go and I, I spoke publicly yeah, you uh, quite a few times mm-hmm. and led writing groups and things. Mm-hmm. And... I always feel energetically depleted before them, uh-huh. and then after I'm okay. Yeah, after I'm okay. During, I think I worry myself, and yeah. during I am I'm at the height high. of I'm at the height of my game. Yes, yeah, during same. because I'm, I am very I'm much high, yeah. Yeah, I'm very much a. My anxiety leans into exuberance, I guess, and I just, I take it and I roll with it.
1: (laughs) I was thinking, okay, so it kind of reminds me of the book signing that I did this past weekend, and you were, like, running that show. You were doing so great. You did awesome. Thank you. And I, it was kind of, that was kind of the same thing. Like, I was real anxious going into it. Because I was like, I don't know exactly what to expect. This is the first time I've ever done this. I hope it goes well. What does that mean? What does success mean for this event? You know, kind of all of these things are going through And see, head. and
0: I saw that and I was like, okay, we're going to let over. her worry about that. And I'm going to manage everything else. It was amazing. It was amazing. And the thing, like...
1: And once I got in it, I was in my element. Like yeah, I once was, you
0: were once you were there, and people started showing yeah. up. I think because I think your biggest fear was you were like, no one's going to come, and I was like, we're not even going to think like that. We're not going to entertain. We're that. not even yeah. going to entertain that idea. We are just going to roll with the punches. And it ended up crowded. It like, did. It, it ended cool. up. It was. Cool. It did it was really great well turnout.
1: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's the answer to that question. It definitely does deplete my energy.
0: Um, See, and then afterwards, I am like more balance it's yeah. I am depleted before because I get right. anxious thinking about it uh-huh. I am more of a light let's just dive in and get over with yeah. kind of person so like if I have to expect it I'm That's like hard. oh my god yeah like and, and it's I awful a
1: rough week anyway last week so like right that was that knowing that that was coming I was like and I'm not I'm not gonna cancel it like I'm not gonna flake on this and right right I, but it was man it was tough but I'm so glad that I'm proud of you. You did
0: really well. Same. Um, Okay. So, if you could travel anywhere for free, what known paranormal spot would you like to investigate and why?
1: Ooh. Um, I think I would say Point Pleasant, West Virginia, the Mothman. Okay. That would be cool. And I think it would be cool to see, like, the museum and maybe the festival if that was going on at the same time, you know.
0: I would like to go to Paris and <gasps> I would like to go to the artist cemetery er, oh cemetery God. in Paris. I yes. can't pronounce it cause I can't remember the name of it exactly. I, and I am not about to butcher that on air, but yeah. I want to go see oh Jim God. Morrison. Yeah. Like and Colette and yeah. Oscar Wilde. And people and,
1: say that they've seen his ghost, right? I'm not sure, or a ghost there or something. I don't know, but
0: but I would love to go see Jim. And
1: Paris has got the catacombs.
0: Also, yep, yeah, there's also that. There's a there's a lot of history in Paris that I think would mm-hmm. be really cool to see. But like, do you know that the most people that go to that cemetery go for Jim Morrison?
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, girl, they I have like a million. Really,
0: well, used to pre-pandemic. I don't remember how much. Uh time it's been but or how how it's different it, yeah, it was like they would get over a million visitors a year,, That's crazy. and most of them went for Jim Morrison. that is
1: crazy, so that probably means I mean a million people spread out over three hundred and sixty five days. there were probably like multiple people standing in line to see. Girl, they'd go, like, do crack on his tomb or some shit. I mean, like,
0: they have to have, like, lights on it. And it has a security guard because there was a lot of destruction. And I was like, well, he's a fucking rock star. And they only buried him there because, anyways, that's a whole nother story. But But they only buried him there because they were told he was an American poet. Yeah, that's how he got buried there. Yeah, and he used to go and, like, walk amongst the graves and, like, get all, like, inspired you know oh, yeah. by death because he was he was so macabre yeah.
1: but anyway <laughs> um we won't go into all that i another, fucking love jim morrison i would say is either los angeles to go back and see some of the haunted stuff there mm-hmm. or see some of the crime scene stuff and the other place might be new orleans
0: always new orleans always new orleans that's always new orleans. Solid, solid, that's, that's yeah. like everyone wants to go to new orleans oh, yeah. honestly like bad. hello i want to go see marie laveau always like come same. on bitch bless me with some blessings exactly already same. anyways yeah we we hail the the voodoo queen yeah i would also probably really be down to go and see where mary shelley is buried yeah queen of Goths, let's go oh yeah yeah, yeah. that would be nice One of my um
1: worries. she's just she's just like cool cool as hell
0: man girl like did you see that thing where it was like a quick gatekeeping goth peak goth happened with mary shelley y'all need to chill the fuck out basically and i was like amen we will never be the queen was it her
1: mother or father's tombstone on which she had sex her mother's and she
0: learned how to spell her name on her mother's tombstone because her mother had the same name as her yeah so
1: if you've never done
0: that <laughs> yeah and uh i'm sorry if you didn't carry around your dead husband's heart in a silk purse you ain't pete goth exactly <laughs> like, like let's just
1: let's try to not pretend it hasn't happened yet
0: yeah like okay yeah. she she was fantastic right. also and you didn't write frankenstein so yeah. chill people on and the internet the entire literary genre uh, yeah and dude i just i just can't with yeah. all those groups that get on my nerves no, anyways same. um okay let's see whoops <clears throat> What would you say often causes the worst writer's block?
1: Um, Depression and when I'm not taking care of myself. That absolutely – like, I – okay, so I – y'all know I have bipolar disorder. And one of the things when you have bipolar disorder is you need a schedule. Mm -hmm. You need a routine that you do every day because big swings, big changes are not good. And, like, for me, it has to be, like, I get up, I get ready – you know, whatever. I have the things that I do every day and I am far more productive when I am not depressed. Like that is the biggest writer's block for me because I just can't even get myself to like, I can look at the screen and I can think about ideas. But then when it comes to like typing it out, I'm like, my God, this is too hard. Like this is really hard and I don't like it. I don't
0: know when I get writer's block. Sometimes it's just like if I've stared at something for too long. Yeah. And not necessarily because I hate that whole idea that you have to be inspired to write because that's horse shit. No. Um, Or I would never be inspired to write probably.
1: What happens is you get inspired the more you write.
0: Yeah, I do. Definitely. Yeah. I think a lot of my stuff that gets really distracting is like lately I've been doing a lot of home renovation. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of projects. And you
1: have that stuff like over your head where you're like, I well, need to get Well, and it done. stresses me
0: yeah. out and I have extreme ADHD and I... It, you know, hyper focus on it? yeah and it's yeah. fucking rude and I feel attacked by the internet because they're always making all of these ADHD mm. memes and yeah. I'm like this is fucking rude and David will send them to me yeah. because he's like yeah you do this and I was yeah. like yeah rude
1: bipolar um, memes have not become normalized enough yet that I see them all the time and I'm waiting for that because right? I'm ready to be attacked girl and, and
0: you'll be attacked and you ain't gonna like it gonna and like you're gonna it, be yeah. like what the fuck
1: because some of those ADHD ones hit me like with the, the symptoms they're, they're they're very similar, similar. they're yeah. very
0: similar um, I've had psychiatrists try to, like, misdiagnose me. And I was like, no, bro. I've been ADHD literally my whole life. I am not bipolar. Like, my mom probably is yeah I should probably not say that (laughs) Uh, like my stepdad was Uh um and like I I saw the swings I saw the highs I saw the lows Mm -hmm. and I am always just up here yeah manic cannot focus cannot do right and things will bother me
1: yeah
0: and you can be the most productive non-productive person ever that is literally me All the time. I am the most productive, non-productive person I know. I get that. And that is a lot of my ADHD. And Mm -hmm. it will distract me. Like, house stuff distracts me. Mm -hmm. Summertime distracts me because it's so nice outside. And my Mm -hmm. friends, a lot of my friends are teachers. Mm -hmm. They're off work. And I'm like, what are we doing? Let's go do things. Mm Because I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Mm -hmm. Um, Being locked in my house for too long will cause me to have writer's block. Same. Because I have to leave. Yeah. Like, I have to go do things.
1: I have to be... You have to have that outside stimulation to want to create once you're back. Like Yeah, yeah. like,
0: you have to be able to step outside.
1: Yeah. And, and not and, just in your front yard. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: And, like, I feel, as a writer, we ha- uh, we deal with a lot of human connection. Mm-hmm. And so we're writing a lot of human connection. And if you're disconnected with human connection... It's extremely hard to channel it, even if you know humans inside and out. Like, it can be rough. Anyway, that was a whole fucking tangent because there's my ADHD kicking for (laughs) you. Um, Do ghosts or entities ever interrupt or make demands when you're writing? No.
1: So, I'm going to take this a whole different direction. So, not (laughs) an actual ghost, but, like, my own ghost's. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah. like okay. So, yeah. like,
0: not not anything physical,
1: paranormal, anything, not anything like that. Paranormal, but more like things that haunt me from my own past.
0: Yeah, and like because writing is cathartic. It is. It is very it cathartic. Is. It's
1: like that. It's like the line from Missus Potter's lullaby. If <gasps> dreams are like movies, then memories are oh, films about yeah. ghosts.
0: I fucking love that song. That's such a and song. I'm so glad you actually like that song. Because I've never song. met anyone who genuinely I likes I that song. I love them. Like, and I Crows. love The Counting Crows. I love Counting Crows. I'm a Crows. child of the 90s. What can too. I say?
1: I absolutely um, adore them.
0: And that's just, that's just such a good
1: line. It's a and good it's line. so true. And that's what every single book that I write is. That's a film about a ghost. Because it's all about, you know, my experiences in life and the people I've known and how they've affected me for better or worse. Right. And, you know, it's like that Anne Lamott. Everything
0: is a lesson.
1: Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Be it good or bad. Right. And that Anne Lamott quote, I love that. That is one of the things that I live by in my writing. And it says, if you wanted me to write warmly about you, you should have behaved better. That's right. And I love that. Girl,
0: that's right. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel that... My ghost. like nothing, nothing physical. Like yeah. obviously, that's what my no is for. Is that it's nothing tangible. Like yeah. Edgar's not visiting me, right? Yeah, that's what I used to call my poltergeist when I was. Yeah, a kid. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I remember that. Yeah, fun stuff. But no, it's more of like things that I haven't dealt with, or thi- Well, not you? that I haven't dealt with because I've. I don't know. I think no, I'm a pretty. I, I think I have a pretty solid handle on things that I, I have dealt with. But yeah. um, it's more of like. And also a lot of it is self-introspection mm-hmm. and self-evaluating. And like probably all of my villains are me.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: At some point I in time. Yeah. Like yeah. I very much, every character I write is me yeah. in some, some manifestation. It's and there like, are also other people too. Maybe yeah. that's very narcissistic. Well, I'm not sure. Well, it's almost like
1: for me, I don't know if you do it this way, but like, it's almost like if it's a piece of you, it's that piece amplified, into yep. someone else's Yeah, yeah. This it's like character. a caricature. Exactly. Of, of a, that, piece a piece of yourself of or yeah. a moment a in your, your life yeah.
0: or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. um, also, there was this thing. I, I think I wrote it, um, this was years ago, mm-hmm. because I keep everything that I've ever written. Of course I do. Yeah. And it was talking about how probably every villain I've ever written has been my mother. mm yeah, and that's true. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then, and then I think I was—it was like a poem. And I was like, and I wonder if I will be the villain in my daughter's stories. Oh God, yeah. And that was before I even had kids. Yeah. So I was like, okay, self-projecting here. Yeah, we need exactly. to felt like we I was like chill. fourteen. I was probably very. We need to very whatever, yeah. but
1: um, i I project all the time, like not on not I like I do it really bad. Like it, I get in my own head and I'm like. You gotta step out of it. Yeah. It's, and, and I
0: think that writing is cathartic for that reason. Oh, absolutely. And I but I do think it is very much something that you do when you are haunted by ghosts.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, it that's why that Ernest Hemingway quote is like nothing it's easy. Writing there's nothing to it. You just sit down in a typewriter and, and bleed. bleed. Yeah and that's how it feels, like and, it feels and then like- and then
0: my other one my favorite one that he actually said that is above my deal is uh, write hard and clear about what hurts I
1: love that one too because yeah. it's
0: true yeah. like you yeah. know um, even if you're writing something that's totally fantastical there's an element of truth in it always 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 that's what makes it compelling exactly um, do you have a personal preference and spiritual protection
1: um <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> your face is like um what no, no, no I'm, I'm kidding okay. I'm kidding I'm laughing mm. because my thought was I probably should but, <laughs> but I don't so I uh, mostly I just pray about it afterwards oh <laughs> like, my god you you're know, so funny like if I think I got myself into some shit like I'm like oh yikes that's bad um no actually I mean there was that thing that we did in 2019 that was an act of spiritual and physical protection that was pretty out there. I'm not even going to talk about it because <laughs> it was pretty out there. Yeah. And it it's still out there also. Like it's still out there. You know what I'm talking about. But it's still working. It's still working. Uh, uh, but I would say spiritual protection. Um, I wish I had a better answer for this because I feel like I should. But like I. I, no, no, I have, no. No, no, know. So I have struggled a lot with spirituality. And I think I've struggled with this. Like I struggled with it as a, a youth a youth <laughs> I we're a so year? old a youth. I, I struggled as a youth and just kidding. um and that was mainly with christianity and growing up in the church of christ and like welcome
0: to know. oklahoma the bible yeah. belt
1: where a yeah. lot of things where will, everyone has will damage you with religious, religious trauma yeah. yeah religious
0: trauma it runs real. rampant here yeah yeah exactly.
1: it's on every corner just like the gas stations but um <laughs> anyway in the dispensaries so um, and the churches they all exactly. go hand in hand they all go hand in yeah. hand you need the dispensary after you've got the religious trauma like yeah but anyway no i i i think lately my struggle has been i've become so skeptical that i it's become a problem for me because it's almost like the wonder is being sucked out of a lot of the things that i used to think oh is this real you know whatever and i i think i need One of those moments where I discover something that I'm like, holy shit, like the missing 411 stuff. When I first discovered that, I was like, oh, wow, you know, I need something to like reinvigorate that. But I'm struggling with spirituality right now. And I'm I just have this mind that's kind of I think that I guard myself against any kind of like slightly woo woo thinking, because I always think everyone will judge me harder because I have bipolar disorder which is, which is
0: an inaccurate thing because we have talked about that. exactly, yes. um, And no, we, we won't share that with the yeah, world because no, 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 no. that, that's a very private conversation. Yeah. But like, um... No, but you
1: know what I mean. Like, but I, but I get what you mean. Like, I
0: also feel like, okay, because you know, my, my spirituality okay. is, I always tell people that I am an agnostic that leans more towards atheism. Okay. In the fact that I don't believe mm-hmm. in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I've seen some shit... And I've seen whatever, but, like, I don't believe in a higher power. Mm-hmm. I would like to. Mm-hmm. That's where the agnosticism comes yeah. in, is that I want to think that there's better than there is. Mm-hmm. But I am a cynic, and I am very cynical because I have watched a lot of people get damaged by yeah. religion. I've watched yeah. a lot of people struggle with sexual identity. any And not just religion, like mm-hmm. with spiritual practices, because oh, yeah. just because it's Christianity or just because it's, like, out there, like like, new age... Mm-hmm. I got a lot of feelings on New Age practices yeah. now because a lot of people who are discovering New Age, they want Christianity packaged in a different wrapping paper. They mm-hmm. want rules. They want whatever. And I'm like, that is not for me. Spirituality is what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of people have hit me up about this. Like I, <laughs> me, I'm like a religious guru and yeah, I don't hilarious. believe in anything. Oh my God. No, or spiritual guru. Ooh. And I'm not really, but, um. You're like, no thanks. <laughs> you know, uh, I was actually talked to recently about something like this, about like seeing signs and like uh-huh. people struggling with, um, spirituality. Yeah. And what I can say to that is, is if it feels right, go with it. Yeah. And whatever think- feels like it's protecting you. It is
1: right. You know it's, what I it's mean. It's the energy you give it. Yep, like that kind of thing. It's like the yellow trucks. Like yep,
0: it's the always, yellow
1: trucks. And girl. like we said, if you ever need a first sure sign, you just go by that corner, of Fourth and Broadway, and there's always a yellow truck. Always, yellow truck there. always a yellow always. truck. Always yellow so you truck. Always. So you're always gonna have you're, you're always gonna have a
0: good a that's good right. time. Okay. Yeah. What tips would you give to other people in the paranormal community who are into investigating?
1: Read, 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 read. Uh, Reach out to people that are in your area that do that. Um, Never be too arrogant to learn. Um, Let people teach you. That's a good
0: lesson for all communities. Never be too
1: arrogant to To learn. learn. Yeah, because I'm still even that way with writing. Like, I'm never too arrogant to learn. Like, I Uh, same. you know, like, and I think it applies to any hobby or any discipline. And Mm -hmm. also, like, my, I mean, my advice would be, just kind of get involved in the community and see what resonates with you or who resonates with you that you think you might want to learn from, and mm-hmm. um, just pursue that because most people, most people are very happy to talk about something they're passionate about. Yeah. So, like, if somebody hit me up about writing, I would be super, talk, super, like stoked to talk about. This is what worked for me, you know. Go. I mean, you've seen me. Yeah. I'm always giving sermons, yeah. about writing and mm-hmm. about things yeah, like so that like, because that's what I do. Exactly um so definitely like reach out to the people that are doing what you want to do basically yeah and see what they do go see if you can join them on an investigation and most of them will be more than happy to let you and any
0: of them that are dicks about it are not worth your time anyway
1: yeah exactly like you don't want to if somebody's a dick just just pass like pass on them pass thank you you next thank
0: you next that's right queen rihanna or not rihanna that's ariana Ariana there we go and I always think Vienna.
1: of the ver- version from uh, Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. It says, I know this is an Oaky podcast, but have you experienced spooky things in other states? Do you have a favorite?
1: Okay. So, spookiest thing I've ever experienced in another state. Okay. So, I stayed when I was about, I want to say I was like 16, 17, 18, somewhere in there, not quite 20, not quite 19. Um, I we went to the Delaware Hotel in Leadville, Colorado, and in that same town there is a opera house. So Leadville was a silver mining town. And there was this lady who came there who I believe I don't want to like like misspeak or anything, but I think she Okay, so what happened to you? Let's just go to that if we don't know the story. Well, basically she married this silver miner. Okay. Got really rich. She used to be poor. She married the silver miner. Um, and then she bought an opera house and then he croaked and she spent all his money and became destitute. Okay. And so they had this silver mine, obviously like it ran out or whatever. She would sit in her rocking chair in the entrance and like rock, talk to the ghosts of the men that had died in her husband's silver mine. Oh, that's fucked up. It's creepy. So you can go there. You can also go to the opera house Mm -hmm. and that opera house was hella creepy, but we stayed at the Delaware hotel, which is in that town. It's also haunted, and I never actually saw anything, but I swear to you there was something in that room. Like felt it it, heavy. It felt heavy. It felt heavy. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite um, place I went out of state that might be haunted. So okay. Um, have you or your friends
0: ever had any personal experiences
1: with the paranormal, ghosts, or et cetera? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To put it to put it simply, yes. Yeah, and um, most of those stories I am not allowed to tell. Uh, because they are very personal and, um, right. And, and a lot of times it's when if people will tell me, you know, people I know and really care about will be like, this happened to me. You can never tell it on the podcast because people will think I'm crazy. Yep. And that's kind of how I am with my own paranormal experience because I'm like, you legitimate, like if I told you what my paranormal, my serious paranormal experience was in my life, it would make me see, feel so vulnerable because a it is bite...
0: vulnerable. It's like spirituality. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's...
1: it ties into like the mental illness thing again, because yep. I'm not convinced that I didn't hallucinate, you know, right. Like, that sort of thing. And uh... I,
0: I do have one okay. that for sure was like paranormal and not necessarily like a poltergeist of my own teenage mm. angst making. Okay. Um, And that is whenever my mother and I were moving out. She was leaving my stepdad. And we were moving out to this three-story townhouse downtown. They're still there. They're across from St. Anthony's. And um, at the time, we were moving there. We went to visit one. Okay. And it was the exact same as the one that we moved into. Mm -hmm. Eventually, it was available sooner. But I was like, we were walking around it. And my mom was like... Do you, do you like it? And I said, I like the look of it, but I don't want to stay in this one. I was like, can we wait for the other one? And mm-hmm. she was like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Well, come to find out, it was like either a maintenance man or a janitor or somebody had killed themselves there, wow. and it just felt weird. That's well, crazy. While we were living there, another maintenance man or janitor or whatever he was to this company killed themselves in that. Place. I did not remember that part of the story. That was so
1: creepy. Oh yeah. my god. So
0: it was like it was like not fun. Um mm-hmm. and then whenever we me and David, when we moved out into our first duplex, into mm-hmm. our first place on our own, uh I went with my daughter and I took her and we were checking it out and she like disappeared. And she disappeared into the second bedroom that eventually mm-hmm. became basically the storage room for her stuff. Okay. And she was in the closet in the dark, sitting by herself, just staring at the walls. Uh-uh. And that room always felt nope. so heavy. Yeah. And there was always a shadow on the window, even mm. though there was nothing by it. And she had night terrors whenever she slept in it. Yeah. So she did not sleep in that room. She slept with yeah. us. Yeah. So uh-huh. there's just, there. I feel like, and maybe that's not paranormal, but maybe it is that no, I think, dwellings, I mean, dwellings have energy. Yeah. And there's like a, there was a thing I was you reading feel the other day heaviness. that says you should always talk to your house.
1: Yeah. That's the shit I'm dealing with right now. It's like, like you should
0: always talk to your house yeah. and you should always, you should always thank it for being there mm-hmm. so that it, you know, doesn't, I guess, bite
1: you in the ass.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it can. And like. then, um, okay, so... If you could pit any mythical creatures against each other in a battle to the death, who would you pick and why? I who would
1: win? I fucking and why? love this. I yeah, fucking love this question. I figured you would like okay, it. Okay. So, um, okay. My first pick is going to be a werewolf because I feel like we're talking like major chaotic energy strength. Like like adrenaline rush, kind of like mom lifting her car off her baby. Kind uh of me that. me uh, ripping a
0: chair in half because I was pissed. Yes, yeah. yeah. like yeah. that
1: kind. Of, that's what they're bringing. I and turn it's like I turn into a werewolf whenever I'm mad <laughs> because they're a werewolf. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like lots yeah. of strength, lots of power. Love werewolves. But I'm thinking that they don't have quite a lot of like cognitive, kind of like strategic. No, I think it's, it's pure rage. It's pure rage. It's animalistic. Yep. So I'm gonna pit one of those against. Shit,
0: um, they're always they're always done well whenever they're pitted against
1: vampires. Exactly, it's yeah. always vampires versus that's vampires. Classic, 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 classic. So okay, so let let's say let's say vampires because I love vampires too and I know a lot about vampires. So we're thinking Lestat kind of vampire, very cruel. Very, like, doesn't give a shit. He'll do anything, fight And doesn't mind getting dirty. Exactly. Like, like real vampire energy there. Yeah, real vampire energy, like, just straight-up cruelty. Yeah. Like, I think between a vampire and a werewolf, I... So, vampires also have the strength, but I'm going to say they have a little bit less strength, but they have more strategic ability. Um, Smarts, not brawn. Yeah. So, I think, oh, God, I think the vampire would win. I think it depends. Yeah, I think it depends, too. I think it depends. depends. on Okay, I think it depends on this. I think it depends on how arrogant the vampire is. That? Yeah.
0: And I think it depends on the time of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if we're, we're talking, going if we're going classic werewolf, full like moon. full moon cycle, yeah. three days of strength cycle, yeah. like mm-hmm. if they're if they're fighting in the early part of the month or like under yeah. the new moon, how would the new moon affect exactly. the the vampire? Yeah. Or the werewolf. Yeah. And then the vampire, what if it's in the day? Also, what or if new has day? the vampire
1: fed lately? Yeah. Is you he know? hungry?
0: Is he hungry? Like, but then yeah. again, maybe hungry, like, okay, because I know that a lot of times that they make it where hunger is, like, essential to weakness. Like, uh-huh. it makes them weak. But what if it doesn't? What if it makes them more feral? Sure. Yeah. What if it makes them more desperate? What yeah. if it makes them more deadly?
1: That's what I've That's what i always thought, is that it it might put them at a disadvantage because they're willing to take more risks. Yeah. But I think it might also give them a little bit of that werewolf animalistic kind of, like, I have to feed... I don't care. Right, know. because at the end of the day, they're both damned creatures. Yeah. So I think, I'm thinking, if the vampire's super arrogant and he thinks, like, fuck this werewolf, like, he, this is a stupid fucking werewolf, you know, whatever they say to each other when they're talking shit about to fight... Like that vampire is gonna get killed by the werewolf, but of course we're talking like a vampire who is like humble enough to acknowledge threats completely Mm -hmm. and assess them and be very cool, calm, and collected. Well, and what if going to die? And what if Mm -hmm. you
0: have a cognitive werewolf who is good and in control? Then that vampire is gonna die. They're fucked. They're fucked. Yeah,
1: absolutely. If the if the if the werewolf
0: is because the werewolf would have enough. Enough strength to okay, if your if your vampire dies by the light of the sun, you'd probably be like, Oh, I'm gonna fuck this guy up. Yeah, and I'm gonna watch him burn in the I'm gonna do it in
1: the day. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Like we're talking a like a very smart We're talking like hills have eyes, werewolves. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like smart (laughs) smart as fuck, werewolf. That vampire's fucked. I would take a werewolf any day against any other mythical creature. A werewolf that knows its own mind. Okay. Um, I,
0: okay. So my, my favorite thing to pit anything uh-huh. against obviously is, um, because of what I like to write. I like to write angels versus demons mm. and I like to think that they're both Ooh. equal. Yeah. Sorry about that. And you. like strength and well, they're, they're, yeah. they're the same. They're the same thing. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Essentially. So like my favorite, my favorite thing is, is it just depends on who the angel is, who the demon is. And what the scenario is. And at any given time, you guys know me. I like evil to win. But... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so usually I'm like lucifer better be coming out on top because yeah. one he's got two really hot statues so yeah. i kind of need that to be yeah. sticking around
1: girl you need to be reading paradise lost because satan is the hero of that story i, I have been reading paradise oh else. god yes. so good i love so good love, love
0: love anyways i probably shouldn't love probably going to hell but yeah. we've established that I already would just, yeah we're both it's, are. it's cool it's, it's cool fun. i figure this like if hell's real Mm-hmm. I will just become the queen of hell. It'll right. be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I could be a demon. <laughs> I'll okay. be like, I yeah. will let you marry me, Satan, daddy. I'll, like, <laughs> I'll wear like, shorts. Yes. Satan is my daddy. Yeah. I'll be like, I will buy a pair of these before I die and be like, be Look, I brought some I'm
1: shorts.
0: Ready. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to hell. That's anyway. <laughs> um, Okay, so let's see. Um, Have you. Ever heard any stories about the mysterious booms throughout Oklahoma? Linda, Linda Moulton Howell, or how? excuse me, not Howe, Linda Moulton Howe, covered them on an episode of Coast to Coast AM a few years ago and said several people had heard what sounded like loud booms, with a few closely resembling a trumpet noise. There
1: was nothing to indicate these sounds were man made. Okay, so I actually have, I think I talked to someone about this a while back. Is that the one that's got the really nice message ahead of it the, uh, about the mailman?
0: Uh, I, I didn't see one about the mailman. I think. Oh, so. no, 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 no. I mean, I guess, no, it's at the very top. Oh, okay, so it's no, it's mind. just about somebody the said
1: they were a mailman and they really enjoyed the podcast while they were doing their route and I thought that was very nice. Like that oh, okay. really made my evening. I've well, been... I was saving that yeah. one for last. Oh, okay, but go okay, ahead. Okay. We'll edit this. Then. Okay, so... <laughs> I figured you'd edit my butchering of that name nah, anyway. You're good. Thank you. Okay, so I have actually heard of this. Um, I haven't done a lot of digging into it, but I need to because somebody told me about that, and there are there are a few places in the United States I know of, and probably the world. Where they have these weird noises, you know what they are? What teenage aliens? Teenage aliens, yeah. Through the no-fly
0: zone. Exactly. And Driving being whatnot, like let's go, two. let's go, fucking fuck with the underdeveloped yeah. community. Exactly. The quarantine zone. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be that guy that's like on Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Aliens. Like yeah. I'm gonna be him because yeah. that's probably what yeah. that is.
1: Girl, for real. <laughs> no, I have not done a whole lot of looking into it, but I'm going to now. Okay. Good. So. Good
0: plan. Okay, and Justin Avera says, I really enjoy your podcast. I'm a mailman, and your podcast makes the long, hot days of delivering mail so much more enjoyable. My questions are, so let's go with the first one. What inspired you to do this podcast? Me, uh, duh. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah,
1: so actually, what inspired uh. the podcast was I knew I needed a platform for my writing, and I lo- I've love i always loved horror and spooky stuff, and that was what I was writing, and um, I thought, well that'll work and I really I did not expect anyone to listen to it. I really did not um I told her it'd do well. Yeah, she did. She did. She told me it would do well and I was like I was like, you think like in the first week I got thirty-three downloads and I was like, I'm pretty sure every single one of those, but maybe five, are people that share my DNA. But like and maybe my friends, but um It grows, girl, it grows. It has grown. It has grown a lot and it's kinda crazy. Um but Yeah, that was kind of where it started. And then the podcast kind of became this, like, beast of its own. Well, and I told
0: you, mama don't gas up jalopies. That's right. Yeah, That's why I was like, we're going to sit on this couch, we're going to do this, and I believe in you.
1: Yeah. And look at it. And I think one of the moments that I was like, okay, it must be pretty good is when you told me that your husband listens to it. Yep. Like, not forced to listen to it. Well, because I don't listen Right. Yeah.
0: I cannot listen to podcasts unless I'm on like really, really long trips by Same. myself. Yeah. I so get that. I everything that I'm on, I, I don't even remember what yeah. I say. So right. don't expect me to remember right, shit. Yeah. And then Marnie will tell me about stories that she talks with other people about. And I'm right. like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And I will know from that. But like I never hear anything firsthand. Right. Because I'm never on long trips yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um so sorry, I'm a terrible friend. No, you're not. But you're no, David does listen. Yeah. And so do my kids. That so makes me feel like, like a million bucks. So I feel like I'm being made up for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a million um, bucks for your kids
1: to like it. That makes me happy.
0: Um, okay, so Yeah, platform for writing. And
1: also, um, the other thing about it was that my dad and I, when I was little, he would um so somebody brought up coast to coast in one of the last questions. So he would have this radio going in his office at night and it would have coast to coast on. He would listen to that cause he was working real late. And anytime I'd come in there, I'd be like, I'd hear the radio and I'd go in there and he would say, now you got to put on your tinfoil hat. If you're going to come in here and listen to this with me. And I'd be like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Like I was so excited. And it was like this sweet kind of like father daughter bonding moment. And I would go in there and i would listen to these stories. These people are telling and My dad's kind of like, you know, smirking, but I'm like, this is real this shit. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. And so that that's kinda of where the topic material where where I was kind of shooting for, so Okay, that's a good, that's a good uh, topic to
0: maybe do something for. It says, have you thought about doing an episode on Joan Gay Croft who was kidnapped after surviving a tornado in 1947 and the disappearance of Major uh, Marjorie and Melinda Easton, I think I said that right, mother and daughter who disappeared in 1963 while driving to visit some friends and weren't found until the 90s in their car at the bottom of Lake Hefner.
1: Oh my god! I didn't know about that second one. I have thought about doing the first one. My uh, my mom actually suggested the Joan Gay Croft thing because um, we had talked about that. But that second one, I had not heard of.
0: I had heard of that. That's either. That's amazing.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm gonna
0: look Fucking into both Oklahoma of those. and it's weird ass shit. Yeah. Anyways, okay, and so final question: What are some of your favorite Oklahoma legends or haunting stories?
1: I okay, so I am a '90s girl. Like I am hardcore into the '90s. In the late '80s and stuff, like I'm a late '80s '90s girl, yeah, girl. So I'm gonna say I'm I gotta go with the Purple Church, right? Because there is... we all heard about the Purple Church. I didn't hear about it growing up. Oh, you didn't? No, I heard about it as an adult. But my thing about it, what I love about that, was I the one who told you about it? Um, possibly. I think Maybe. so. Maybe okay. I think so. Cuz we talking because about I remember we religions. went and, like tried to find it. We did. A yeah. few times. Yeah. And
0: I was like you've never heard of the Purple Church. We and did
1: not trespass. We did not. We drove do by. That. We don't do yeah. that. We we're not afraid of ghosts, but we are afraid, afraid of bullets. Of guns. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So anyway, uh, uh the Purple Church is probably my favorite because so, it's like this, like... Satanic panic bullshit. It's got the satanic panic going on. It's got a real murder. Multiple yep. murders yep. tied into it. Yep. And it's got the, like, the youngest person ever executed in the United States or the state of Oklahoma. I can't remember which one it is. but like, I can't remember. Sean Sellers was the youngest person yep. to be executed yep. by either us or the United States. And... Um, <laughs> one or the other. One or the other. Either way, record-breaking. But... Um, oh, Yay
0: fun and record to break right yeah
1: yeah i should not said really that. but yeah. no no but, i mean girl, but, you know it's, it's like not a, your fault that it, it is, happened it's a it's, historical thing you know yeah. like and i think it just ties into this kind of like that energy of the 80s 90s yeah. kind of like
0: man oh my god yeah. you remember okay so like feeding off of that because i would say definitely the purple church mm-hmm. um because we all know if you have skulls and wear black and listen to heavy metal you're going to hell so yeah. Riding to hell, driving the bus, whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, No, I get it. And like my family, like my mom's family, not my like Hispanic family, they were probably saved from a lot of my shit because I didn't see them as often. Um, It was that uh, my family, I think, was convinced that I was on the highway to hell in the fast lane. Yeah. Because I listened to rock music (laughs) and metal and like music was my life. I I wore black. Like, my grandparents gave me two hundred dollars one time for my birthday, which was weird. Like, because they didn't usually do that. Um, but they, I, because they hated my clothes so much, they right. were like, they assigned my uncle to take me to the mall to buy clothes that were not dark colored. I was not allowed Shit. to buy anything black, and I was like, I don't want anything then. Yeah. So I did not spend any of my money.
1: That's crazy. Oh my I was God. like, you
0: can keep your fucking money. Yeah. Um, metal till death.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> so like. You know, Not but A-F. like the
0: but I remember they were always watching like Sixty Minutes, Diane Sawyer, yeah. all of that shit, and it was always on. It was yeah. like we were inundated with yeah. all of this satanic panic. Uh-huh. Your kids are gonna like wind up eating babies. Like yeah. it's ha- like like the shit that QAnon now believes was on like, sixty minutes was on sixty 20, minutes thirty years ago. Like with the yeah. fucking satanic panic. Now they've just gone even more balls to the wall. Yeah. And you are like, and the
1: internet has made it easier. Yeah, and
0: like, I I could, I could not imagine like going through that on the internet now. Like changers. we would all like ugh, oh my god, we would all like be was, like in trouble. Oh my god,
1: it was. And I remember even Columbine, like, there was this panic over goths, you know, like, which is really
0: misinformed, right? Because hugely misinformed, and even
1: though Marilyn Manson is like a
0: giant piece of shit of a human, like, nobody's shocked by that, yeah. His music was not the reason that they shot up a school, like I should not laugh like I'm right, more of me i 'm like laughing like people are idiots, yeah, um for believing that, like one of those kids was popular, like oh, yeah, the last popular. interaction that
1: he had with any of the other students before he started killing people was being hollered at by a group of girls as he drove in the parking lot, yeah, yeah, so like there is a lot of misinformation about columbine and. Um, Go listen to the last podcast on the left about Columbine. It's really, really good, especially for those of us that lived through it and can remember that day and everything like that. So, um, But, yeah, and I wanted to – I think that's all the questions, isn't it? That is all of them. And I wanted to shout out everybody who asked questions, Samantha, Katie Roberts, McBurnett, um, Michelle McGuire. She's such a sweet sweet person I really always enjoy hearing from her uh Katie Hightower Justin Avera I that the message about the mail stuff was just it really got me like that that made me feel really good um and Amy Reese who's been on the podcast um Amy hi uh so anyway I guess that's all I got for you I'm glad I got my voice back now it's starting to go again because my allergies are starting to flare up but um got anything you want to plug no
0: nope, not currently Okay. Because, you know, I've been doing so much work.
1: Yeah. You, <laughs> I mean, I have, no, you but, have, like, you, it's just all. No, but you've been doing other stuff besides, like, yeah. writing. Like I said, most um, productive, non productive person I know. No, the stuff you've been doing is productive. Like, don't be hard <laughs> on yourself. So, anyway, um, follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, at Arioke, and I am on my facebook page with my writing which is Marty vinge and join the facebook group iriokis um we're definitely going to do a book signing again that was so much fun i probably won't do it until like this time next year i'm thinking um but that was a blast i thank you to everybody who came out that was super super fun um and i don't think i have anything else for you guys y'all stay spooky <laughs>